world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan <clears throat> Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. So I'm just kind of sitting here ruminating a little bit as uh, a little bit of discussion before the show took off with the guys in the queue. Michelle got up a couple. She got up earlier than normal this morning. She and I were, you know, I love my wife. And uh, just pondering uh, the situation we find ourselves in the good old U.S. of A. You know, the word tells us that we are to love not the world, nor the things of the world. Golly, you have any idea how hard that is? Have you any idea when we're bombarded daily by the um, pleasures of this world? One click, go to Amazon, click, you got it. Charge it on a charge card, boom, but pay it, pay it later. No big deal. More money, printing money, fake money, bondage everywhere. We're not even able, able to see it. We're on bondage because we're, uh, we're afraid. And um, that's tyranny, friends. That's tyranny. And when you do something only out of fear, that's tyranny. Hey, Jonathan, see if you can pull up tyranny real quick. Again, I'm just going stream of consciousness here in a minute. Uh, Myra, get, get ready, dear. I don't want to forget you today. Tyranny. 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 What is tyranny? T-Y. There you go. A, not tranny. Tranny is tyranny. Another, no, you're doing good. I was teasing you. Tyranny is arbitrary or despotic exercise of power. The exercise of power over subjects. Now, stop a minute. Are you a subject of the government? Am I a subject of or to the United States government? Did, did my forefathers, our forefathers, did they create the government or did the government create our forefathers? How, how, how did that, how was that working? How did that work? So tyranny is the exercise of power over subjects and others with a rigor not authorized by law, law or justice or not requisite required for the purposes of government. Hence, tyranny is often synonymous with cruelty and oppression. Have you looked around lately? Have you looked around at the tyranny and oppression that's going on in the United States of America? Seen that? Well, I know. Can I, can I give you an answer? Why? Bear with me a second. Because the Bible says that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Jonathan, that would be a good word to look up. Look up liberty. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. L i b e r t y. Liberty, freedom from restraint, in a general sense, and applicable to the body or to the will of the mind. The body is at liberty when not confined. The will or mind is at liberty when not checked or controlled. A man enjoys liberty when no physical force operates to restrain his actions or his violation. Natural liberty consists in the power of acting as one thinks. Now, friends, what are they trying to do? What are they trying to control? They call them thought crimes. And Jesus Christ himself said, take captive every thought that puts itself above God. That's what it says. Take captive any thought that puts anything higher than God. Bring it into captivity. Because all actions, all behaviors begin with thoughts. Every one of them. Every behavior you ever do begins as a thought. And because we don't really understand this, we're in this natural world. We don't understand the spirit world. We really don't understand it. We don't understand that ideas and thoughts are planted. Somehow it's done. I don't know whether it's electronic. I don't know. I don't know. I can't explain it. But thoughts are planted, right? And it was Martin Luther, I think, could be the wrong guy, but I think it was Martin Luther who said that we cannot control birds flying over our head, but we can control them making a nest in our hair. 
That's thoughts. That's the thought process, right? So natural liberty consists in the power of acting as one thinks. So let me ask you this. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not asking for money. Don't, don't get this wrong. Uh, I, I run into people all the time who would like to donate money to Pastor Salt Ministries. And you know what they ask me? Does anybody know, does anybody know what they ask? They would like to donate money. Does anybody know the next question they ask? Anybody? Is yeah, it, it tax deductible? Is it tax deductible? That's the next question they ask. Why? Because they're programmed through tyranny. Programmed through tyranny. And because I run past assault ministries, there's all kinds of regulations and stuff that go along with it. And if I want to give uh, Jeff Klein $4,000, is that any business of the government? Can somebody explain to me why I would have to report to the government that I gave Jeff Klein $4,000? By the way, I didn't. But by the way, uh, we are a ministry. That's what ministries do. Ministries give. But the government, the tyrannical government has come in, and they want to control everything I do through ministry. They want to control all. They want to know where every dollar went. They want to know what. what. They said, well, why? They said, well, Coach, we want to, want to keep you honest. Well, hey, dude, it ain't you that keeps me honest. It's not you guys. It's not the government that keeps me honest. They're a pest. See, the government keeps me honest for fear of what? Incarceration or whatever comes along with that. So it's fear. Anything that is fear-based is tyrannical, friends. Anything that's fear-based is tyrannical. And so I got up again this morning, and I uh, two things really, really jumped on me. I'm going to get to Dr. Paul's got a busy day ahead of him. We'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, number one, we have a government. At least half of the people in authority in the American government have no problem killing a baby. It's, it is absolutely staggering, staggering. That we could that we could be that position in America. Not only do they want to kill a baby, they want me to pay for it. That's ty- that's tyranny. I ain't paying for it. I'm not. I'm t- hey, I'll rot in I'll rot in a jail, jail cell. I'm not paying for that stuff anymore. I'm not paying for uh, our children to be indoctrinated in transgenderism and critical race. Theory. I'm not going, folks. I'm not going to pay for it anymore. Now, there's consequences to it, right? When you say that, there's consequences. But you know what you're going to find out? You're going to find out who you serve. You serve the government. You find out who you're afraid of, and you'll know who you're serving. You're afraid of the government? Oh, coach, they're going to come. They're going to take everything you have. Oh, hell, love not the world and things of the world. They can have every damn bit of it. It's not theirs. It's not theirs. That is tyranny. Civil liberty is the liberty of men in a state of society of natural liberty. So far, only abridged and restrained. Congress shall make no law restarting the establishment of a religion, nor prohibiting the free exercise thereof. No law. They can't make any law telling that I have to record every nickel and dime that I get. I got to report it to the government. Folks, they can't do that. And they can only do it through one way. What? Fear. They make the laws. Their judges enforce the laws. Their attorney general's Make the charges. It is it is absolutely the most unbelievably rigged system. And we had a little bit of discussion yesterday with Roger about the legal system. And I understand him. You know, I understand him, his position. We all understand that, right? Folks, have any liberty? There's there's very little. <clears throat> can you tell me what you can do in America without getting permission? Oh, I know one thing. You can kill a baby. Don't need any permission to kill a baby, do you? Huh? You, you got to get permission to put plates on your car. We got our boat out of the water yesterday, in the water yesterday. Praise the Lord. Had a little boat ride yesterday, bring our, our, our pontoon boat over. And I come come in the house, and my grandson comes out and says, Mom told me to give you this, and it was a license for our boat. License for a boat in the water. A license. <laughs> Oh Lord, hey, I'm, I'm I'm actually feeling pretty good, but I'm I'm going to I'm, I, I said to Michelle before I came down the steps, those magical steps over there, into my multi-million dollar studio. Um, there is real folks. There's real, real pressure about to be unleashed against Christians, mm-hmm. like we like we have never seen. I'm trying to prepare you the best that I can. I'm trying to be, why they hate. What does it say? You know what our scripture was for today? Jonathan, pull it up there real quick. Pull up Luke 19. I didn't number them today, brother. I'm sorry. Pull up Luke 19. 
And then scroll down to about, uh, start about verse 10. And Jesus, that's, I'm, I'm nine, and Jesus said unto him, this day is salvation come to this house, for as much all, as he also is a son of Abraham. For the son of man is come to seek and to save that, that which was lost, not he who was lost or she that was lost. No, no, he came to establish a kingdom, see. He came to seek and to save, to restore that which was lost. Jesus didn't come to save people. He came to restore a kingdom, to build a kingdom. And part of that process is salvation. That's part of the process, right? And just as they heard these things, he added and spoke a parable. So he's going to rub it in here. Jesus is going to rub it in. He's, and, and as they heard these things, he added and spake a parable because he was close to Jerusalem. Well, who's in Jerusalem? Well, we know who are those Pharisees, those Sadducees, and yeah, we yeah, Jesus poking them in the eye because they thought that the kingdom of God should immediately appear. He said, therefore, a certain nobleman, he gives a parable. A certain guy went into a far country to receive himself a kingdom and to return. Uh, duh. Does anybody know who he's talking about? Who that certain nobleman might be? That went to this far country to receive a kingdom that and to go back. Himself. That would be him. And he called his ten servants and he delivered them ten pounds. He said unto them, Boys, occupy till I come. He gave them money. He said, Hold on, dudes. Hold on. I'll be back. I'll be back. The original Arnold. Right? Look at this. But the citizens hated him. Some things never change. But his citizens hated him and sent a message after him saying, we will not have this man reign over us. Boy, is that alive and well today? (laughs) Is that my body, my choice, right? I, 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 and it came to pass that when he was returned, still talking about, about the guy in the kingdom, uh, he received, having received the kingdom, <laughs> he went and he received the kingdom, by the way. Then he commanded these servants to be called unto him to whom he had given the money that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. He said, listen, I'm going to go out and bring in a kingdom and I'm going to redeem this world, right? I'm going to seek him to save that which is lost, and we're going to redeem it all. And then he comes back and says, okay, boys, I gave each of you a million bucks. What would you do with it? The first said, well, Lord, uh, you gave me that million bucks. He said, well, then came the first saying, Lord, a million bucks. Thy pound hath gained 10 pounds. In other words, I had a million. Now I got 10 million, Lord. And he said, good job, man. Although, are we sure he's talking about money? He said, well, good, well done, my good and faithful servant, because you have been faithful in just that million I gave you. And you've expanded it. you got authority over 10 cities. Was Jesus making that up? Was he really making it up? Was Jesus lying to him and telling him he had authority over 10 cities, or did he? Did he? Is there a spiritual component here with obedience? Is there a spiritual component here with taking what the Lord's given you and multiplying it? Is there a spiritual component? Is there a spiritual reward to do that? Because they'll tell you in church that it's not by works. Well, he just rewarded works. He just rewarded works. And the second guy came up and said, Lord, listen, man, I'm sorry, but I only got, I only got, five, five, I only got five million. No, we're using money. It may not have been money. And he said likewise to him, hey, dude, great job. You're king over five cities now. And another came saying, Lord, behold, here's that one million you gave me. I kept it hidden in a napkin. For I've feared you because you are an austere man. You take up that thou layest down not, and you that what you didn't sow. And he said to him, get out, get away from me, you scumbag. You wicked servant. You knew that I was an austere man, taking up what I didn't lay down and reaping where I did not sow. Wherefore, then gavest not thou money even into the bank? 
Like, you give me some interest? He said unto them that stood by, take from this guy the million and give it to that dude that's got 10 million. For I say unto you that everyone which hath shall be given, and from him that hath not, even that he hath shall be taken away from him. But those mine enemies which would not that I should reign over them, bring those dudes here and kill them right in front of me. Whoo! And when he had thus spoken, he turned around and got away from those guys. That's pretty powerful stuff right there, isn't it? So we have to ask ourselves today, who's reigning over us? Who's reigning over us? Huh? Can I tell you something? DC, it's reigning over us. And you'll never be free. We'll never be free as long as we continue to allow that to happen. And who was it? Some wise man said uh, resistance to tyranny is obedience to God. Resistance to tyranny is obedience to God. Not acceptance of tyranny, not ruling over against tyranny. No, resistance. Fighting back against the tyranny is obedience to God. Why? Because God is liberty. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Go ahead, Myra. Pray us in here. I will be honored to, Coach. Good morning, Harold. Hosea 4 6, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because That's right. We think, the government, we think the government rules over us. There it is. That's how my people get destroyed. We think we think we think Joe Biden controls our life. We think Harry Reid, oh, he's not even there anymore. Uh Charles Schumer, we think they control our lives. My people are destroyed because they're stupid. Go ahead, Nimer. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. Thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. I will also forget thy children. Amen. Holy Amen. Spirit, you're welcome to coach Dave Huddle and open our hearts to you. 1 Peter 2, 9. But ye are chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation a peculiar people, that Amen. ye shall show forth the praises for him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Matthew 10, 24. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that endureth to the end shall be saved. Pray sin, Myra. That, that's enough. Pray sin. I praise you, Lord. Uh, Psalm 156, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I unleash resurrection power, love, and joy to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. See, look, life would be so easy if I didn't care, you know? Life would be so easy if I just wanted to go golfing all the time and follow the Cincinnati Reds and, and the Cleveland Browns and go fishing and go riding on my boat and sit at home with my my 501k or 418, whatever the hell, whatever the hell that is. Just sit around, let my grandkids sit around my feet. Life would be so easy if I didn't care. But what kind of life is it? If you get at the end of your life and everything you look around is imploding around you and you've got yourself a whole bunch of money and you're going to, you're going to give it to your grandson who doesn't even know the Lord and he's going to go out and piss it away. I'm sorry, right? Well, I wouldn't care if it didn't matter. It, it matters. It matters. What matters to you? Life would be so easy if I didn't care. Why do I have to play along with their lives? Why do I why do I have to play along with the idea that a man could be a woman? Why do I have to play along with that? Why do I have to why do they get to impose their beliefs on me? Why do they get to do that? Well, they don't get to. But through tyranny and the overreaching arm of tyrannical government, you have to. You're not even allowed to call. Homosexual sin anymore. Who gets you for a hate speech? You're not even, oh my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. They take your children into your public school, steal money out of your pocket, and teach them crap you never teach them in your house. You never even think about doing it. See, you're like that rich man. Huh? Lord gave you, Lord gave you five talents. You're just burying them. Just waiting on the rapture bus so I can get rapture out here and take my talents with me. Give it back to the Lord. He says, get out of here, you wicked servant. Get out of here. 
Christianity is a call to war. And you better ask yourself this. What do you value most? What do you value most? I'm going to tell you. You're about to lose some things. Huh? It would be a lot better to lay them down than to try to fight to keep them. You better figure out, we all better figure out what matters most and fight like hell to keep it. But most of us don't have any idea. We're too selfish. Amen. Too selfish. We're not handing, a wise man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. That's grandchildren. That's generational. It's not money. It's not money. Joe, come on in. Jamie, I'm sorry, Jamie Farrell, come on in. Hang on a minute, I'm not done anyway. Hang on a minute, I'm not done anyway. Alan Zeifer's mom is at death's door. Lord, we just pray right now that you would comfort her, that her transition into that new and everlasting kingdom, Lord, would be a peaceful one. Comfort Alan and his family, in Jesus' name. Amen. Kevin Van Story, pull it up there. Kevin Van, Kevin Van Story is running for office. He needs some donations. Throw him some money, will you? Go click on there. Give him, 20, give him 25 bucks. He can run for presiding commissioner out there in Newton County. Kevin's a good man. He's going to do the best he can. He's going to be righteous in his stand. He can't win without righteous men. He says he's got to raise ten or $15,000. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? It's all about everything about money, isn't it? We'll throw some money to Kevin Van Story. Go to kevinvanstory.com. You can put that in the chat. The Go There for a conference with Pastor Mike Spalding is coming up. I just want to give you a warning about that. The dates, I don't have a date in front of me. And my wife, July 8 and 9. Women, listen out there. July 8 and 9, my wife's hosting a spiritual warfare conference at Sky High. It's not up on this calendar yet. July 8 and 9. Women only, spiritual warfare conference. $50 includes all food. All food for fifty dollars. July eighth and ninth. We'll get that up on the calendar for you as well. And then I got to show you this because this uh, uh, <laughs> I'm all over the place today. I'm, I'm I'm sorry. Pull up Janet Yellen. Janet Yellen. Janet Yellen is one of those who said we will not have this. We will not have this man reign over us, folks. This is one of the most dastardly, wicked. Luciferian women on the face of the earth. I saw this yesterday. My blood pressure, top of my hat bounced. Go ahead and play this. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen talking about the financial The ability to have full of control over one's reproductive health has real-world economic consequences. According to the Institute for Women's Policy Research, current state-level abortion restrictions already cost the United States about $105 billion annually due to it's not about life, it's about money. increased job turnover and time off for women. So, Secretary Yellen, uh, if the draft of the court's majority holding in Roe versus Wade is the actual decision, what impact will the loss of abortion access mean economically for women? Well, I believe that eliminating the right of women to make decisions about when and whether to have children would have very damaging effects um, on the economy and would set women back decades. Roe v. Wade and access to reproductive health care, including abortion, helped lead to increased labor force participation. It enabled uh, many women to finish school that increased their earning potential. It allowed women to plan and balance their families and careers. And research also shows that it had a favorable impact on the well-being and earnings um, of, of children. Um, there are many research studies that have been done um, over the years looking at the economic impacts of access or lack thereof to abortion. And it makes clear that denying women access to abortion increase their odds of living in poverty or need for public assistance. For half of the uh, population of America, 
eliminating a right that has existed for half a century, particularly for low-income and minority women who have all the show. Oh, give me a break. From the COVID pandemic would be. Shut it off, shut it off, shut it off. Hey, folks, it ain't low-income people they're worried about, right? It's it's a middle-class, upper-class girl who can screw around like a whore and get pregnant and then get rid of her baby. Come on, come on. Come on, see another lies. Just lie, 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 lie. I will not have these men rule over me. Anybody say amen? Would anybody agree? Would anybody in here? Anybody vote for Janet Yellen? Anybody here voted for Janet Yellen? Huh? You know she's been around since 1978. She's been in government since 1978. Did you know that? You might vote for her. Dave, what's that? Chat, yeah, put that in the chat. Yeah, it's all about money, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, we're a lot richer now because uh, we killed sixty million babies. Yeah, yeah, we're a lot richer now. Yeah, who's paying into Social Security again? Somebody tell me who's paying into that. Would sixty million people have paid into Social Security? Would those sixty million babies have had babies? Would they have paid into Social Security? Huh? What? Quit lying to us. Quit lying to us, you freaking devil. But the sad thing is we believe it. Right. Hey, I'm telling you, I will not have these people rule over me. I'm not, I, I refuse to have it. I refuse to have it. I see the hands up. I got to ignore them a second, okay? I'm just got to ignore them. Dr. Paul, you out there? Because he's, he's, heading to, he's heading into the lion's den today. Dr. Paul Goslin's heading into the lion's den. And it is going to be, uh, didn't I not put that up there? His hearing is going to be live streamed. We can watch it again. We can watch it again. Gabriel Health Ministry, Medical Border. Thanks, Jonathan. Good catch. Put this in the chat as well. His hearing is today, May 12, 2022. Plan to attend via Zoom. Share everywhere. And there's the Zoom link. And it starts at, uh, says, 9, 8 a.m. But actually, it's 9 a.m. Because they're having a brief business meeting at the beginning of it. So Dr. Paul's going to be there. Folks, I believe his lawyers are going to unleash. Did you, did you guys know this? That the, these doctors that are uh, trying to get him for uh, violating policy in regards to writing uh, medical exemptions, do you know they had no policy? <laughs> do you know they have no policy? They have no written policy on this. And, and they want to they, they spank him for not following a policy they don't even have a policy on, Right. So just pray that the that the devil will be exposed here today. We're with you, Paul. And again, hey, Coach, I gotta yes. tell you this: we had a, a a temporary restraining order to, to uh, just give me my license, and the uh, attorney general for the state of Maine didn't show up last night. Um, if they go forward with this, I am going to blow up abortion if I get a chance. Um, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna make. Well, just pray for me, guys, because it has yeah. to come through the Holy Spirit. And uh... <laughs> you are street strategically placed now, Paul. Listen, Spirit of Truth is going to come upon you, but understand this: you're to be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove. Measure your words. For instance, you just said, "I'm going to blow up this abortion thing." They'll use that against you, brother. Yeah, Measure you know your words. I will. Measure your words. Because they will use every, the devil will use every inch that he can to try to make you look like a fool. And Paul, you are going to blast them out of the water. Whoops, there I go. You're going to float them out of the water because <laughs> you are standing on the truth. And the truth yeah. will prevail. Now, they may not follow the proof, truth. You know why they won't follow the truth? Because they were going to say, we will not have this man Jesus rule over us. That's what's going on, friends. It's going on everywhere. We will not have that man rule over us. We're not going to, we're not going to do it. We're not going to have that man rule over us. We want to kill our babies. We want to screw like rabbits. Huh? Yeah, we want to watch porn. Yeah, we want to do all that stuff. We, uh, we're not going to have that guy and those rules rule over us. We want to get divorced 12 times. We want to lay around and sleep around. We want to do that. And we were not going to have that guy and his rules rule over us. Not going to do it. So it's been rebellion from the very, very beginning. We're with you, Paul. We'll be watching today. And uh, uh, Lord will be glorified through it. Amen. Amen. Debbie, come on in. Please put in chat. Yes, put that in the chat, please. That Zoom link starts at 9 o'clock. So we'll be, we'll have a big time. 
And listen, folks, the more of you that watch, the more they know they're being watched. No, the more they know they're being watched. Debbie. You want to talk about ultimate tyranny. I didn't get, I didn't know about this till a nurse friend of mine sent it this morning with Michelle Bachman and uh, Bannon talking about on May 26, 27, the World Health Authority will vote <laughs> on a, um, I guess an amendment or whatever you want to do yep, yep. by the Biden administration to put the World Health order over all these nations including the united states so that what they say goes if they want to lock us down like shanghai they can do it it's the work it made my blood run cold it's like no one hears about it no one knows about it why because they're freaking watching johnny depp and that's right that's what they're doing and that's this month and if you haven't looked at what they're doing in Shanghai, you better look at it. Yes, ma'am. We will lose our sovereignty if this goes through. We will not have this man rule over us. Jesus Christ is king. He is going to rule over us. We just need to stand up and say, well, I won't say it. We just need to stand up and say, I ain't doing it. I, I ain't doing it anymore. Build some more freaking prisons if you have to. I ain't playing that game anymore. Folks, I'm sorry. That's what, it's got, that's what it has to come down to. I'm not playing that game anymore. I am not bowing my knee to a, I'm not going to bow my knee to tyrannical, despotic, Luciferian government. Anybody with me? I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. They can come. They can have my whole house. Amen. Um, they can have my whole house. I, could, I don't care. Come, hey, come and take whatever you want to. I'm not, and I'm not going to. I'm not going to camp. Not going to camp. Uh, nope, not nope. bowing my knee to bail. Uh-uh. That's where we are, folks. I'm telling you, you don't say all the all, all those happy, slappy, feel good Christians out there praying for the evacuation. Well, hey, why don't you just give it to me now? If you're going to get evacuated, give me everything you have now, and I'm going to sell it. And I'm going to do. I'm, I'll sell your home. I'll take your bank account, and I'll do good things for the gospel while, while I'm still here. You're about to get out of here. If you believe you're about to get out of here, then, then sign all your stuff over to me. I'll use it. Michelle. Good morning, team. Um, so I, I want to hit on the scripture you spoke about, and the key there about that parable was to you, you know, use your works, okay? You're given gifts. Yep, yep. yep. Um, and then that you get, look, you're saved. But you use your gifts to get a more prominent place in the kingdom. They're going to be people just getting in there with their tear feathers on fire. Okay. And they're not going to get, they're going to be in the the nursery. Okay. If you want a prominent place in the kingdom, you use your gift. And that's what makes when he says, my burden is light, because if you're truly walking with him in your gifts, it is easy, no matter what you're doing, no matter how hard it is. Like coach, you said, you couldn't get up and do, do this, uh, not do this every morning. Because you're using your gifts. It's part of you. And then um, what you, um, the other thing is, what they're calling it a pandemic treaty, but that's, uh, don't listen to that. You got to focus on the amendment. That amendment thing is what's coming first. And just like the logarithms, you know, you guys got to speak up. Everybody speak against this. Share things that go against this. They need to know that we have our eyes open. We see it and they're not doing it. So, it's a war, um, yeah. war. It's a war, war of words. Change the words. Change the world. Take captive every thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bring it into captivity. Say that that ain't ruling over me. That fear isn't ruling over me. Satan isn't ruling, isn't ruling over me. And Joe Biden isn't ruling over me. Ain't gonna do it. Sorry, sorry. Hey, I'll go down standing up. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna die on my knees. Not gonna do it. Craig. Well, Coach, we're reliving the time of Judges, okay? And that was the time right after <clears throat> Joshua, and he, it, the country was ruled by judges and priests. We're in the same thing. <laughs> we, we have crooked uh, judges, and we have unrighteous priests. And when Samuel, who was the prophet at the time, in First uh, Samuel 8, 7, he goes to the Lord, and uh, the Lord says, uh, they haven't rejected you, <laughs> Samuel. They've rejected me. And of course, mm-hmm. we know that, that that's where we're at. We're that's replaying. It. We're replaying the things of the Bible, and what the people don't understand that are speaking these words is that the power of the tongue has life and death. After Proverbs eighteen, right? They're speaking right. their condemnation. 
They are allowing God to wipe them out at a point when the Lord says enough. They don't even realize that they're speaking their own death. Amen. Amen. By the way, everybody right now, give a thumbs up, high five to the great work Craig did yesterday. We are not publicizing what Craig did yesterday, but he did a great work yesterday. And everybody high five him with thumbs up and proud of you, Craig. We're going to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves, and we're just getting started. Way to go, Craig. Way to go, Craig. Bless you, man. Uh, Kevin. Yeah, so on that amendment where we sign over our sovereignty, um, I don't know if you'd be able to maybe post that interview with Pete Santilli that I sent you, but that was a very, very good breakdown of exactly what that's all about for anybody that doesn't know. So just throwing that out. Okay. All right. Thanks, Kevin. Reggie, Dennis. Good morning. Two things. Um, Reggie and I were reading Isaiah last night, and if the first four or five chapters, you know, explain the world as it is right now, like, you know, before the wrath of God comes upon us. So, I mean, if that doesn't put things in perspective, then, you know, you're probably lost. Um, and then the next thing is, like, doesn't our Constitution protect us that, you know, to throw off such government? Yes. You know, I'm not talking about violence, right? I mean, I'm not morally opposed to violence, but... You know, we're supposed to expand the kingdom of God, you Amen. know, so we can throw off this tyrannical manly, you know, not manly, but worldly government, this Luciferian government to expand <clears throat> the kingdom of God and not have anything Amen. to do with them. That's this Amen. whole authentication thing. Amen. 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 Uh, that, that website is C2K report. Jonathan, see if you can pump that in there real quick. C, the letter C, K, the letter K. Number two, ck2report.com. See, there it is. <clears throat> throw Coach, it I, Randy and Rick said that they would, um, I told me last night that they would do an Ohio-specific uh, team uh, teaching if I wanted to help coordinate that. Okay, do you want to help coordinate that? Sure. Okay, well, let's get it coordinated then, right? Let's get it coordinated. Uh, awesome. Uh, Myra. And Gary. Yes, Coach, uh, in regard to Dr. Gosselin's um, trial, Proverbs 28, 20, a faithful man will abound with blessings, but he who hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. Hallelujah. Amen. I will not have this man rule over me. I will not have this tyrannical, God-hating, Luciferian government rule over me. I'm not going to do it no more. I'm not going to do it anymore. Uh, Drifter 78, come on in. Okay, Coach, and that verse you used before, I think it was Matt, or, uh, Luke 19. One yeah. key thing here, I've noticed it before. You bring that back up. You'll look at what, he, what, did, what did the third guy say to him about the talents? This is the key. Uh, he said, then, uh, where are we? Let's see him. And he said, by taking, take from him the pound and give it to him that hath 10 pounds, 25 going no, down. No, what, what, did the, what did the third guy say to, this, to the master? He uh, said, I fought, for I feared thee. First two, first two, I, I feared. I feared. Yeah. His, his, right. he, was, he was scared. Right. Where's the boldness? I mean, that, that, that was, I think, the biggest thing. Is he feared, so he did nothing. Yes, but see, fear, Gary, fear is an element with respect. You understand right. that, friend? Okay. Respect is a form of fear. Okay. And this guy didn't apply the fear right. He, right. he had the wrong fear. Exactly. Yeah, amen. Good, good, good catch. Joe Allen. By the way, Joe hang, Joe, hang on a second. This is amazing. I just looked, I just looked down on my Bible. I could show you guys. I make notes every morning. Let me share what I look like when I come when I come down here to do my show. I have a bunch of notes. I've been up for an hour making notes of what the things maybe we ought to talk about. And one of the things I put down was Luke nineteen fourteen. And I just now looked down at my Bible. My Bible is open to Luke nineteen, laying on my desk with a microphone on top of it. Luke nineteen. Go ahead, Joe. This WHO stuff started in 2005 with George W. Bush Jr., as well as the same time as the BOP Bureau of Prisons started making these unmanned 
prisons. Not FEMA camps. They're called Bureau of Prisons. So 2005, this started. Yep. Take away our sovereignty. Well, Joe, we know this, right, though. It started with the Patriot Act, right? That was the, that was the first real real assault and attack upon all that. that. That's right. Uh, hey, uh, uh, who I got on the internet? Jonathan, Jonathan, uh, go down to the very bottom. It says Tuella. Tuella. Pull that one up there. Matt Tuella. He's all, Matt's always over. He's always all over it, right? And Matt Tuella says this. Man, I tend to agree with him. Either we're going to rise up and take our government back or they're going to take us. It's, it's not an either or anymore, folks. We're not going to be able to lick the fingers of of our kiss the boots of our rule. It's not going to be able to do it. They, folks, they're they're hell bent on destruction. And I'm trying to tell you over the last couple of days, they're hell bent on destruction of Christianity and the seed of the uh, seed of the woman. They're hell bent on destruction of Christians. Christians. Let my microphone work here. Let me pound on my microphone. They're after Christians. I'm not trying to get a victim mentality. I'm trying to get you to open your damn eyes. Amen. Right? Yeah. Not, folks, Fox News, Fox News. They had Engelbert, uh, Engelbert, what Breck? Engelbert, True the Vote. Catherine, I think it's Catherine. The one who helped with the Denise Souza video. One had all the evidence about the, the, the cheating. They had her... Uh, they had her on Fox News, Tucker Carlson, by the way. And Tucker Carlson specifically told her, don't bring up that movie. Now, help, somebody help me out here. Wasn't it Fox News that called Arizona? One minute after the polls closed in Arizona. Didn't yep. Fox News call Arizona? Evil. And then, what, then what happened when Fox News called Arizona? Well, all the counting stopped. Counting stopped. Where? Uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Georgia. Uh, who am I missing? All the, all the counting stopped. Who led the charge? Hmm. Two thousand mules. Exposes all the evidence, and Tucker Carlson won't show it. So Matt Torella says hospitals are not safe. This is about a nineteen-year-old. Down syndrome girl who was everything to her parents. Who was murdered in a hospital. Go play that. A young 19-year-old woman with Down syndrome was murdered here in our state of Wisconsin. Murdered at a hospital via one of these death protocols for COVID. And she was actually given a cocktail, which killed her, made of Presidex, lorazepam, and morphine. She was given a DNR, do not resuscitate, no consent from their family for that. When she was actually dying, they begged for them to intervene for her, and the medical staff stood there and did nothing. This is the type of evil we're talking about, and it's happened to thousands of people across the country. It's like 1984 and the brave new world all rolled into one, a dystopian culture where the media and government officials laud medical professionals as the heroes when they're actually the murderers. Hospitals are not safe places. All our lives we've been taught the guys in the white coats are good guys. They're looking out for you. They're not looking out for you. how wicked the 
these people are, and they get massive amounts of money for killing people. They are incentivized financially to follow these protocols that are designed to kill people. And the protocols, they came from the federal government, from the so-called health experts. Grace brought so much joy to her family. They held her dear. And now, because of what has happened to her, she is impacting the community mightily. There are thousands of people who've lost their loved ones through these death protocols for COVID at the hospitals. But they won't speak out. They're fearful to speak out. But Grace's dad, Scott, loves her and he is speaking out. He will not let this go. And he's making known that this evil must be stopped and that justice must be determined for his daughter and for the thousands of others who've been killed at hospitals across America. You have to understand, the hospital is not a safe place. And that's why it's important that we build our own medical structures here in America. At a grassroots level across this country, clinics, home clinics even, in order to care for the medical needs of people because they've realized the medical industry is insane. They are psychopaths. They've lost their minds. They're evil. They are getting rid of the good people, the people who refuse to get the shot, the vaccine, the people who refuse to follow these deadly protocols. They're getting rid of them. And they're making sure that they only have the blithely compliant who only care about their careers and climbing the ladder for money and for prestige. That's how wicked it is. And that's why it's so important that we build our own medical structures in order to not be at their mercy. And Dr. Gordon Donaldson spoke at our County Before Country about the importance of these Christian medical structures. And I cannot encourage you strongly enough to help do business with them, build these things within our communities. Uh, They're going to become more and more important because these tyrants are not going away. They are not done by any means. They're going to unleash more evil in our nation in the months ahead. Hey, folks, let me ask you a question here. Debbie, be right with you. Jeff, be right with you. Do you think medical doctors... Know when life begins. Do you think they do? Why are medical doctors so silent in regards to abortion? Why isn't why doesn't the American Medical Association stand up and say, "Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're not going to take a position on abortion, but let us tell you right now that is a human being." Why isn't the American Medical Association running pro-life advertisements with doctors telling women, potential aborting, abortive women, hey, that's a real baby inside of you. Don't do that. Don't do that. Huh? Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Debbie, come on in. I don't know if you've been following Craig's story um, on his rehab. If the hospitals don't get you the skilled and I put that in quotes, the skilled nursing facility will get you. (laughs) It is a crime what they are doing to this gentleman. They are serving that man slop. He has no nutritional value. They've left his pick lines uncovered, lost the cap. He's documenting it all. It is not, and they get thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for this man daily. So, what the hospitals don't do, these step-down units, this skill, what they call skilled nursing, where they're supposed to be rehabbing people, will get you. And it <laughs> infuriates me, because if I was there, it would be a different story, because I know who to talk to. And it makes me sick that they would treat somebody like this. And my biggest fear is that when people go in like this and they are by themselves, and if you don't have an advocate, you're dead. If you don't have somebody that knows the system and knows who to talk to, when to talk to, 
so that they know that you know you don't have a prayer. Well, you only have a prayer. And it infuriates me when I see these stories that these Luciferians stand by and have taken it (coughs) up and they kill you. And they do it incrementally. So I'm just saying, it just, I'm sorry, it infuriates me. And I've watched Craig, and Craig and I have gone back and forth, and I've told him who to report this to when he gets out. But it is a sin against God, what they're Okay, so listen, folks, here's what I want to do. Craig, are you you in here today, Craig? Yes, sir. Okay, Craig, listen, here's what I want you to do. I want you to put in the chat uh, where you are, your address and all that. And then listen, folks, I want some of you out there. We have to organize this, okay? I want some of you to start buying a delivered pizza to Craig. Somebody somebody sent him a pizza at noon, and somebody sent him a Jimmy John's at night. And let's let's coordinate that because they are feeding him crap. They're feeding him crap, right? They don't even put it on the plate to where you would want to eat it. So it would be so easy. Yes. So if we could, if we could, Craig, if we can get that address. And then somebody be in charge of this and say, listen, over the next five days, these 10 people are ordering meals for Craig. Somebody's going to do morning or somebody's going to do noon and somebody's going to do it at night. So he'll have a sandwich at noon and a pizza at night. Who's, who, who, can somebody do that for me? Somebody try to organize that for Craig? This is crazy to allow God, this to go on. I can organize it. I have been, I, I wasn't able to talk to Craig yesterday and I was concerned about that. I can organize it if you want to. Okay, so listen, I don't know how we pull this off. Uh, anybody in the chat, open the chat up. If if you're willing to buy a meal for Craig and have it delivered, uh, put your email in there so Myra can collect. Can you collect them all if we do that, Myra? I can do whatever you want to. As a matter of fact, can we send money orders or money to him? So no, 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 no. Don't want to do that. Don't want to send okay. money orders. No, we want to or we want to order a meal and have Domino's deliver him a pizza. Have okay, Jimmy John deliver him a pizza. Right. Hey, Myra, what? I'll speak up here. Myra, I'll get your address and I'll mail you some some funds, and you can coordinate whatever you want to coordinate. But I can help fund. You know, some food deliveries. I'm happy doing that. Thanks, Coach, for the opportunity. Thank you, Coach. Thank you very much. This is so easy to do. Craig, what town are you in? It's Cassville, Missouri. Cassville? Yes. So, so folks, all it's going to take is you just got to go on the Internet and look for food in Cassville, Missouri, and order delivery to Craig. That's all. This is so easy. This is so easy. Because he's not going to get better if he doesn't get some good food in him. We need an address. And if we need it, we could also do it our own way, you know. Like uh, Myra could say we could do, let's say I do morning or whatever, and I could call every morning to get him a breakfast. You know, all she has to do is get somebody on that and make sure they do it, but have a list. Okay, listen, Betty, here's what I'm trying to do. God God bless you. Listen. Everybody can take part in this. It's no big deal for me to spend seven bucks on a meal for Craig. And all of you can do it. Betty doesn't have to do it. I mean, right? This is easy. This is easy to do, but it needs coordinated. So hang on right now, right now. Who is going to send Craig a meal today at lunch? Who's going to, who's going to do that? Somebody say, I'm going to do that. And we'll get today covered. I'm going to do that. Okay. Myra's got today. Who's got tonight? Or who's going to order Craig a pizza tonight? Who's going to do that? I will. I can do that. Some, who said I will? So that first one speak. Stacy Sanders. You're going to do that, Stacy. Yes. You know, you know the address? So you just call in and say, listen, I want to order a pepperoni pizza. I want it delivered to Craig Abkemeyer at, and here's the address, and sent. Okay, we know how to do this, right? Do. This isn't hard. Might need a room number. Coordinate. You think we need a room? After the show. After the show, can we coordinate it? I suppose yes, we can. I will get the address and the room number into after the show. Okay, cool. Okay, let's go. Jeff Klein, go ahead. Coach, the so-called medical experts didn't kill Ricky Miller. Man, it'd be good if we get somebody running close to Craig <laughs> to be a president. They, they tried to kill Ricky Miller. They did everything they could. That's for sure. Dale. Yeah, Coach, this is, you know, this is a hot topic in the medical field. Michelle and I have been talking about this, too. Uh, the, the, the nurses are supposed to be the patient advocate. 
once the medical field has become the incorporation, the higher ups, they do not, they don't care. They don't deal with the patients. Uh, it's about business. My, my wife, who used to have one or two patients because that's how you give care, now gets overloaded with four or five patients and have to filling out charts. There's no way that she can keep up with that, but because it's become an incorporation. Remember, the doctor used to come and pay you house visits. Now the doctors, their offices are in the hospital because they've been swooped up. They don't, the, coach, have you been there when a doctor calls the insurance company to say, my, this guy needs the surgery and you got some 17 year old snot faced kid with no medical degree on the other line turning down the doctor because he's looking at a computer now that that's what's going on in the medical field i will say this in regards in regards with with craig is listen you 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 can catch more flies with honey on this issue he's still having to deal with these nurses at this place i i would suggest i'm just saying brother if your enemy tells you to go a mile you go two Send the send the nurses, send them a fruit basket, send them because they are still giving him care and they can be just as ruthless and mean and not clean those pick lines or not change out those pick lines when they're supposed to. And and what it does is puts them on notice. People are watching us. They're watching us how we're caring for this patient. All right. Well, as Chad would say, we'll take the care of this in the after show. Thanks, Dale. Jim, James J, come in, then Reggie. Morning. I think uh, I've seen the pictures of the food that they're serving to Craig. I think the interesting thing to do would be get the bill for what the food service is costing each meal. I bet it's probably 25 to $30 per meal. Uh, good point. <laughs> Good point. Reggie. Thank you, Coach. Going back to what you were talking earlier in the government and coming out of, you know, Babylon, you know, um, many people hear people like Stephanie and I, the way we speak to people and they, Christians will judge us immediately going, they're just so angry. They're so rude. But really what that is, is it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an approach of we've developed through um, years um, Sorry. Keep Someone's going. Breaking in. Go ahead. Keep going. Go ahead, Reggie. Go on. You it's an approach you learn through God. You approach you approach this by understanding at a higher level what you're dealing with. And God, the Holy Spirit does speak to you, and you just know this person's not good, this person's not good. You know it by several different things, and it's a trust in the Holy Spirit, the way I approach people, the way I treat people. It's not that I'm constantly rude. I am jaded in a sense, lightly, that yeah, I approach everything like that. So when I deal with the world, I will in your face tell you, you're wicked, get away from me, be gone. It's because I walk in the presence of God. I have and carry the authority of Jesus Christ. I don't lend credibility to most people. So you know how they say you're guilty until proven innocent. I've learned that that's not true. That's another lie. You're guilty or I'm sorry, you're innocent until proven guilty. I am, you are guilty until you can prove you're a Christian to me in the true sense. So that's why I, I am the way I am. I'm not, people think, think it's rude. It's not. So that's something that you've got to learn. People have to learn this. We have to approach it like that. It's not being rude. It's just you guys have been programmed to be like, let's be kind and loving to everybody. But you can be once you learn that they're friend or foe. Amen. But I agree. I'm like you, Reggie. But listen. Delivery matters. Delivery matters. Do you know how many people don't watch this show anymore because they don't like my delivery? They, they, they can't argue with what I say. They want me to say it softer, kinder. So delivery does matter, but not to the point where you <laughs> got to say what you got to say. What did it say? You're going to be hated of all men. <laughs> what it says. And we're fighting and fighting and fighting trying to, Love everybody into the kingdom. Hey, Dr. Paul Goslin is going to be up at 9 o'clock. The link is in the chat. Uh, go support him, Patriot Health. He's doing exactly what we're talking about. They're trying to build an alternative 
medical system. Wow. Hey, we'll, we'll get this thing organized with Craig in the after show. God bless you, folks. See you tomorrow.